Welcome everyone. My name is Nick Alicea. I lead guest services on Sundays here at PLC along with my wife, Esmeralda Alicea. We also attend passionate youth on Thursdays as youth leaders. Let's set our hearts. Prepare by opening up to the Holy Spirit. Receive what He's speaking to you. Process with God afterwards and apply the messages through prayer and action. I encourage you to journal. Write down your prayers and thoughts throughout your fast. How are you reflecting and responding to God? All of our subjects we are discussing are based off going deeper in our relationship with Jesus and living that fully devoted life with Him. Today we'll be talking about making godly decisions and applying spiritual principles in your family. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Trust and reverence in God are admitting that we need Him, allowing the Lord to guide us. My moving to Colorado was one of the first godly decisions I had ever made. Praying to Him, it didn't occur to me until that moment I can ask Him for help. There was an unhealthy fear I had of God, thinking I can only come to Him when I felt there was no other way. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. We'll never stop needing Jesus in our lives. None of us knows everything and probably haven't had enough people try to help correct us in our mistakes. My son Andre wouldn't have made first degree black belt in Taekwondo if he showed up to class every day thinking he knew all the forms. Having instructors with required training and wisdom helped him achieve that. We can progress forward in practicing the same love God shows us and extend it to others. If the Lord gives generously to all without finding fault, we're to do the same. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we seek Him for wisdom and counsel. So we too should feel empowered to come alongside those in need of our support in that way. This level of love and grace isn't something that happens overnight. Same can be said about making time to be in the Word, worship, and prayer with our families. These are my forms of reciprocity to God for how He answers my prayers daily. But we all struggle with our flesh, personal circumstances, and pride. The definition of pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those whose one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Just as much as we need God's help, we should admit when and where in our lives the spirit of pride is present. As a leader of my home, I understand there's a level of expectation to lead my family well. In fact, 1 Timothy 5.8 says, Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is in worse than an unbeliever. I need to create healthy boundaries with certain situations, people, take breaks from work, and even serving at my church. Humbling myself like this creates healthy balance for quality over quantity. I'm able to serve God from a place of joy, gratitude, and love. In turn, my wife and son get the best of me. Jesus, the ultimate teacher and servant, knew the rest. We can't extend true love and grace if we're feeling weary. But practicing being humble in moments of vulnerability can open opportunities not just to be closer to Jesus, but to loved ones too. Identifying when I've been short or disrespectful to my son and apologizing to him, owning my mistakes, builds relationship. Because now he'll feel comfortable coming to me in his own trying moments, strengthening the bond between us. Being quick to listen and slow to speak, like in James 1.19, always improves communication in my marriage creating a safe place to make amends, and most importantly, honor my wife. Now, when she practices her gift of wisdom, and I don't receive it in a loving and humble way, it turns into bitterness, confusion, and doubt. If unchecked, it transforms into guilt and shame, 
linked to the same source, Satan. We can open a doorway to his attacks and allow footholds in our homes, our jobs, even in our churches. Ephesians 4, 25 through 27 says, Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. I continuously strive in the moments of disagreements and arguments with my wife or my son to stop and seek a heart check with Jesus. Taking accountability for my actions and praying with them invites the Lord in for healing, guidance, and clarity. In Matthew 18, 19 through 20, Jesus says, Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Creating time for prayer as a family has brought truly powerful and supernatural experiences. Proof that when we pray and trust in the Lord, He can move mountains. As a husband, I can set the tone of my household. By not praying first in each circumstance, I am not leading my home. My wife will feel alone, unsupported, and my son will feel lost, abandoned. Jesus calls for us to have expectations when we pray and to forgive everyone. Mark 11, 24-25 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand in praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. At home every night before bed, we pray as a family. Starting with thanksgiving and praise, we express our gratitude to God and thankfulness to Jesus for his sacrifice. Next, we bind and rebuke Satan, his demons, and spirits of fear, doubt, anxiety, depression, sickness, anything we could think of that's not of the Father. Then we lead into asking the Holy Spirit to heal us, guide us, and give us strength. As the prayer continues, we address the lost, broken, sick, wicked, loved ones, co-workers, schools, our church, and anyone that we identify as going through a difficult time. It has been beautiful and moving, offering a chance for my son Andre to pray for someone who's been bullying him at school daily. It has been quite some time, but since then, that boy has not bullied my son. Imagine the miracles our churches or even this world would experience if we all had this level of expectation and forgiveness. To those who are listening, Holy Spirit places on my heart to deliver to you. Making godly decisions is not without its challenges. Life with spiritual principles is how I try to balance this. Lowering myself admittance to help means I'm humble. Living without wisdom or instruction, I'm bound to stumble. Troubles in the flesh thinking I've got it under control. Devil paid a visit, he left with a gaping hole. Moving forward in faith, Bible, worship, and praise. Intentionally taking breaks will turn into better days. Here creating boundaries, otherwise I feel weary. Even Jesus knew to rest so he could think clearly. John 1.19, I got to extend my grace. Spending time with my wife and my son face to face. Anger, bitterness, confusion, and doubt. Satan, the father of lies, a lion walking about. Speaking falsehood is how he gains a foothold. Accountability, only mistakes is how I am to be bold. Truth be told, there's times I need to check my heart. Otherwise, my hurt is going to tear others apart. Strength and bonds, friendships, relationships, and unity. This is only the start. The father's not through with me. As head of my house, I lead prayer and gathering. 
Two or three together will leave demons clamoring. With the battle already won, this mass has been depleted. The Lord's on my side and the enemy's been defeated. Working through my son, he went and silenced the bully. Consistent daily prayer, embracing Holy Spirit fully. Asking for protection over the sick, broken, and lost. Those who sacrifice their lives at such a hefty cost. When we truly believe in God, he always steps in the gap. Giving us his armor to protect us from the devil's trap. Expecting healing and miracles from the great I am. Forever loved and washed by the blood of the Lamb. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Lacking wisdom and instruction will lead me to bondage. He finds no faults and gives generously. Not asking for his help is living treacherously. Letting pride lead my life, I will invite the deceiver. If I don't care for my family, then I am a non-believer. So I honor our home, express my love to my bride. The same to my son, for his time I will abide. A member of one body, I speak truth to my neighbor. I will not let the sun down while sinning in anger. It's where two or more gather that Jesus is present. Heavenly prayers answer, no better gift more pleasant. Believing I receive it means what I ask for is mine. Authority from my father delivered from his son so divine. Now I'm letting go of those offenses filled with sin. God in heaven will do the same for me, so I'm forgiven. Heavenly Father, on deaf ears, I pray this does not fall, planting seeds for fruit to grow with nothing at all. Bring me closer to your word because I know it's true. Until the day we get to meet, I keep my eyes on you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this moment. God, we thank you for the ability to learn, to soak in your word, spread the gospel, and just deliver that message that you are using us for, God. We are the vessels. And we pray for encouragement and strength for anybody listening, going through this fast right now, that their, their cups are filled up, God. You help guide them, give them clarity and strength, and let them know that you are walking beside them. We look forward to your blessings, your miracles, those new doors you're going to open their lives. And we pray this in your mighty name. Amen. Thank you for being a part of this house and investing your lives in faith with us. We love you.